Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Wednesday, January 27th, and thank you for tuning in to our Winning Side broadcast here on WVFV 95.9. Also, we got folks watching uh, on Facebook and, uh, of course, the podcast listening in, and we are so thankful that you would uh, tune in. Uh, as always, I know I sound like a broken record, but let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a text. Uh, give us a phone call. Make, uh, leave us a comment. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. 252 252- 308-4600 is the number for that. And uh, it is uh, Wednesday, and uh, they're calling for maybe some snow late tonight. That'll be interesting. And then they're talking about a uh, winter storm on Sunday. Now, I love winter storms, but not on Sunday. So we need to pray that one away. And uh, we'll still have service unless it's uh, ice and unless it's dangerous. We'll still have services and we'll even have the drive-in if it's raining uh, or if it's snowing. But if we've got a sheet of ice, we'll, we'll figure out something else. But let's pray for a great day Sunday. I'm really excited about the drive-in and uh, also the online Sunday school. I know I've told you about that, but uh, I got the uh, report. Uh, Miss uh, Kelly sent that. And uh, our first week, we had 42 check-in for online Sunday school. Last Sunday, we had 46. So we want to see that number continue to grow, and we want to build. And I'm excited about Sunday school. But I hope you'll uh, be uh, praying for a great day Sunday. And let's pray for a great service tonight, 7 o'clock, prayer meeting and Bible study, teens on target, children's ministries. And I'm looking forward to preaching tonight. We had a missionary coming to give um, an update, not an update, excuse me, a presentation. It's a new missionary. And uh, bless his heart, he messaged me yesterday. He said, Pastor, I'm so sorry. He said, I've got laryngitis that I can't talk over a whisper. So we rescheduled that. Uh, But we're looking forward to a great service. I love Wednesday night. And uh, I think it's a great, uh, I don't know who said it, Lee Robertson or whoever said it, they were right. Uh, It's an oasis in the middle of the week where God's people can get together and where we can be recharged and we can be encouraged and Of course, I love the time of prayer that we have and just sharing uh, the needs that we have with our church family. Happy birthday today, Wednesday. Happy birthday, Ricky Bradley, uh, Heather Bryant, Mark Connell, and Logan Pinello, all four of those. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I hope your family spoils you, and uh, I hope it's good food and birthday cake and ice cream and you know all that good stuff but I hope you have a good day. I told you yesterday about the song I wanted to play today. I was so fired up yesterday and I've been fired up since then just thinking about this song and uh, praying about this particular subject. But the song we had yesterday, Brother Buddy Blunkall uh, sang, and uh, I told you about a song he used to sing out at North Valley, and uh, he's uh, sung at other places before, but I heard it first out there, and Brother Treber had him sing it several times back to back, and it was just powerful. You know those services where God moves in and God works, and just the the message of this song, and of course, Brother Blunkall, he was a 
a powerful man of God, preacher, singer, evangelist, all that. But the name of the song is I Am. It comes from, of course, the book of Exodus, where God told Moses, he said, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And uh, Moses said, but, but Lord, who am I going to tell him has sent me? They're, he's not going to let these people go. And God told Moses, he said, you tell him that I am. That was the name of God. I am. You tell him uh, that I've sent you. And of course, Moses did. And then we get to the New Testament. This is so powerful. Jesus was speaking and he said to the folks that were there, he said, before Abraham was, I am. And that shook their world because what Jesus was saying was, he says, I am the God of Abraham. And I, of course, here's Jesus walking on the earth and he was born in a manger and all that, but he is God. Uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And then in the book of John, I was thinking about this, talking about this a little bit this morning, from the book of John, Jesus, time after time, he said, I am. I am. Uh, I am the bread of life. I am the water of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. Uh, I am the true vine. Uh, he says in the uh, book of Revelation, uh, I am uh, he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. And then, of course, John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. You know, Jesus is whatever you need him to be. He's there for you. He'll meet every need you ever have. He is the I am. So, Brother Caleb, let's play. Which one do you have there first? We're going to play uh, Brother Buddy Blunkall singing this great song, I Am. I hope it'll be a blessing to you as you hear it. When it was dark down in my heart you brought life to me, a child of darkness, became a child of light. And when my soul was dry, and I needed drink, the waters of life, you became for me. said to me, I am Alpha, I am Omega, the in-between. I am, I am, Jesus said to me, shelter for brother Noah, a shepherd for the sheep, and in the fire you were that fourth man, and the cloud by day, and the fire by night for your children to lead the way. 
they said to me, I am the bread of life, just take and eat, I am, I am, Jesus said to me, I'll be what it takes to meet your for that song. And I don't know if you've heard that before, but uh, that probably uh, has to be one of my favorite songs. I love that. We've got another group that sings. I don't think we'll do it. To, maybe at the end, maybe at the end of the broadcast, we'll play that. Uh, it's a few uh, young ladies from uh, Santa Clara. One of them is Miss Grace Johnson's twin sister, and they sing the, uh, uh, those three ladies. Uh, but I love that song. And you know, I don't know what you need today. Uh, I know there's a lot of needs. And I know one thing is I know that I need God. Uh, he doesn't need me, uh, but I sure do need Him, and I rely upon Him. And uh, if you need peace today, uh, God will give you that peace. You say, I need strength, and God will give you that. Say, I need wisdom for decisions that I'm making. I need wisdom for relationships that I'm in. God is what you need, and He uh, has promised uh, that He will be there, and He will take care of you. But I love that song. Hallelujah for that great truth. 1 Corinthians 15, I think we're just going to cover one verse today, but verse number 33 in the middle of this chapter, it's kind of an interesting verse that just kind of jumps out, but it's so powerful. Uh, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Now for that early church there at Corinth, uh, it was so important, the people that they allowed to influence them, the voices that they allowed to speak to them and to, uh, uh, to, to, to affect the way that they thought and what they believed. And Paul said, be not deceived. That word deceived, it means don't be led astray. Uh, don't, uh, don't get away from safety. Don't get away from truth. Don't be led into error or sin. Be not deceived. And I want to tell you, Christians today, we must be on guard. You know why? Because there is a deceiver out there. His name is Satan. And he is a liar. He wants to destroy you. He wants to deceive you. He wants to lead you astray. He wants to mess you up. And that's why we must not be deceived. That's why we stay anchored to the truth of the Word of God. And uh, we stay grounded and we, we keep our eyes on Jesus. Paul said, be not deceived. Uh, I want to encourage you, don't be deceived by the devil. Don't be deceived by the wrong crowd. or uh, Don't be deceived by the doubts and the, the old world and the flesh and the devil. Do not be deceived. Secondly, he says, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Did you know, not only should we be careful that we're not deceived, but secondly, we should be careful who we spend time with and who we listen to and who we allow to influence us. It used to be, uh, Caleb's uh, here in the studio this morning, and it used to be for us, well, I'm older than Caleb, so it might have been different for him, but it used to be that if, if your parents, as for, for teenagers, young people, they knew because whoever you were with, those were the in people influencing you, and if you weren't with somebody, they couldn't influence you. Now they can. 
Now they can influence you through a cell phone, through a text message, uh, through Facebook, through messaging. Uh, uh, they can influence you. Your music influences you. What you watch influences you. Uh, the talk radio that you listen to, that all has an influence on you. And you must be so careful that you guard the influences that are, in your, that are coming into your life. Now, be kind to everybody. Uh, please don't be rude. Don't be a snob and don't think you're better than anybody else. Be a good Christian. Be kind, but watch out for who influences and who uh, has control over what you think, how you think, what you say, how you live, all of those. Romans 12 says it like this, be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So Paul said, be not deceived. Evil communications, that word communications literally means the company you hang around with. They, they will have an effect on you. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt or destroy or ruin good manners. That word manners is an interesting word. It literally is the word habits. Did you know that we have to work every day to establish and maintain good habits. And once you get a good habit in place, by the way, that's a lot of work to get a good habit in place. I think they say it takes uh, 30 days or something to establish a good habit, but it only takes a couple days to destroy a good habit. So you've got to establish that good habit. You've got to guard those habits every day, all the time. Let me give you a few examples. I think every Christian ought to be in the habit of reading the Bible every day. You say, oh, I've read it before. Uh, that's a problem if that's your attitude because we need the Bible every single day. We're in a battle every day uh, and we have to every day put down the flesh and walk in the spirit. Reading the Bible is a great habit to have. I think you ought to have it every day. But you know what happens? If you don't guard that habit, Satan's gonna give you a lot of reasons why you don't need to read your Bible or why you don't have time to or why you'll do it later. You must read your Bible. How about praying? Say, well, I don't believe in, I don't believe in routine and prayerless. Okay, fine. Then you do it your way. But you ought to have a prayer life, and I ought to have a prayer life, and it needs to be real. It's more than a ritual, it's more than a routine. It's a communication with God. But you've got to establish that habit, and then you've got to guard that habit every day to make sure that you walk with God. That's something that you ought to do every day. Read your Bible, pray. What about this? Uh, what about singing? What about worshiping God? And, and you say, well, you know, we do that on Sundays. Yes, we do that on Sundays and we do that on Wednesdays. But did you know you ought to worship God every single day uh, in your home, in your car, uh, walking down the street, uh, walking out in the woods, wherever you are, we should worship God and that ought to be a habit. And if you get out of the habit, let me tell you, it's tough to get back in. That's why we guard that habit and the uh, evil communications, they will destroy those good habits. What about thankfulness? You know, we ought to be in the habit of saying thank you. We ought to be in the habit of, of sending thank you notes or a thank you text or a message. We ought to be a very thankful people. And if you don't get in that habit, it'll be very easy to become ungrateful. It'll be very easy just to take for granted the blessings of God. What about church? I think church is a great habit to, to have in your life. I understand with COVID and all that, but I've told our people, you can't let COVID, you can't let a pandemic 
get you out of the habit. Now, you may not be coming in the building, and I understand that, but then you need to establish a habit. Say, I'm going to be at the drive-in service at 9 o'clock. I'm going to be listening on the radio uh, every Sunday morning at 11, Sunday night at 6, Wednesday night at 7. Uh, I'm going to be uh, uh, tuning into the online Sunday school. Maybe I'm not going to my class, but I'm going to be tuning in 10, 15 Sunday mornings. How come? Because it's a habit. You know, one of my fears, not just for our adults, but for our teens and for our children, one of my fears is that through a pandemic that some people have gotten out of the habit of church and it's going to be very hard to get back into. Be not deceived. Uh, don't be fooled. Don't be led astray. Evil communications will corrupt good manners. I think we ought to be in the habit of serving God. I think we ought to be in the habit of giving. And I commend our people. They have been so faithful. The overwhelming majority have stayed faithful in giving even during a pandemic. You go to a different church. Uh, you need to be faithful in giving to your local church. Can I tell you? It's, it's a habit you got to get into. Once you get out of it, it's so easy to say, I'll skip a week. I'll, I'll catch up later. But God's people must have good habits. And I encourage you today to guard those habits every single day. It'll help you. I promise you, it'll help you to live on the winning side. God bless you. I love you. I think we're going to play that song uh, as we close out. I'll, I'll, I'll be gone. I'll leave. But I want you to listen to that song one more time. Uh, I am. And think about how good God's been to you. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. i
Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.